Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Decision 2022. Decision 2022. Primary election returns on KSL News Radio. Now, I know you're listening while you're driving to your polling place to cast your vote before 8 o'clock tonight. Well, chances are you're not. Either way, the primary elections are most interesting as we wait for the results that should come in sometime shortly after 8 o'clock. Jeff Kaplan here, Scott Simpson, the former head of the Utah Republican Party. Who best to speak with on a night like this? Well, I'm not so sure about that. There's a lot of smart people, but I'm glad I've got a chance to spend the night with you. And I'm glad that we have your insight this evening. There were some questions over the weekend about voting security and whether the ballots were being protected properly. Uh, These cropped up on social media out of southern Utah. We're going to get to that because we want to talk about election security since this has been such a topic this year. And over the course of this year, KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz has been reporting and doing special reports on the subject. She's our resident expert, and Lindsay's coming in to join us live right now on KSL. Uh, we're waiting for results along with you and everybody else. Lindsay, hi. Hi, Jeff. Scott, it's good to be with you both. Okay, so talk to us about vote security. Are you familiar <laughs> with these charges this weekend from, uh, it was Phil Lyman down in yeah. Landing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so Phil Lyman is the representative down in Blanding, but the uh, allegations actually came out of Wasatch County, where what happened was um, some voting machines, these aren't even voting machines, these are actually ballot marking devices that don't tabulate votes, they actually print out a paper ballot with your vote on it, and then you turn in that receipt, basically, and you have a chance to like check and make sure you voted for the right person. In fact, you have three chances to check and make sure you voted for the right person. But some of the what Wasatch County officials say and uh, the state elections office say is that the font was too small on some of these ballot marking machines. And so when you went to mark the candidate you wanted to choose, it wasn't selecting the right candidate. And so they were having some problems selecting the right candidate. And it sounds like a total of eight people in Wasatch County use this machine. So out of 12,000 or so ballots that they send out, eight people use this machine, not even had a problem with the machine, but use the machine. And then they got poll workers there to address the situation and, and figure it out. And then they went on their merry way. But when they got home, they apparently posted to social media complaining of problems at the voting center and casting their ballots. Bill Lyman then picked up some claims. He says three claims out of Wasatch County 
and claimed that these machines were vote switching. And he also claimed that that was happening in Davis County. Now, I want to read you exactly what the clerk in Davis County sent to us. Uh, they say that none of the 30 citizens who utilized their early voting uh, reported having any problems to our staff. So nobody went to their staff and said, hey, this is is switching my vote. I'm trying to vote for this one person and it's printing out somebody else. Um, he says, quote, the claim that the voting machine would switch votes is absolutely false and irresponsible, end quote. So that is from Davis County's clerk. Um, basically, the state and the county clerks are dismissing these claims from Representative Phil Lyman. Lindsay, this, the lieutenant governor's office and all 29 county clerks have been leaning into this issue pretty dramatically. Um, <clears throat> what do you see from a process perspective tonight about what's, what's going to be happening with these ballots as they're collected and moved to tabulation centers? Okay, well, are you ready for me to nerd out on some election security? I've been I will waiting right for now. this. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Okay, so what happens is the ballots that, say your ballot is in a drop box right now, basically at periodic times throughout all of today, up until 8 o'clock in the next half an hour, teams of two are going out to polling locations to pick up these, drop, these um, ballots from the drop boxes. They're using duffel bags which have zip ties on them. They have logs inside the duffel bags that uh, you record the time that you pick them up. You go out in twos. There's a reason you go out in twos. So never one person handling any amount of ballots by themselves. Um, and then they pick up the uh, ballots from the Dropbox and then they take them to the county clerk's office. Now in Salt Lake County, the biggest county in Utah, they actually use uh, Unified Police Department to move the ballots to their drop box. So they are uh, patrolled the entire way. Uh, in other smaller counties, there are poll workers who do it. Um, but when the ballots get to the clerk's office, the first thing they do is check that log, make sure that the bag hasn't been tampered with. And they use these zip ties so that they know if that zip tie has been cut when they get back to the ballot center, then there's a problem there and they've got to look into it. Plus, they all come in in shifts. So because there's a log on the bag, they have a way to track exactly, uh, you know, that the bag hasn't been tampered with and who picked it up, exactly what time and which two people picked it up. So they have a very detailed system on exactly who was handling the ballots at any given time. So when it gets to the clerk's office, they put it through a machine that can read your signature and that machine can determine if that matches. They have five uh, signatures for each voter on file. And if the machine cannot match it, then they kick it out and they have trained poll workers who study signatures, um, verify your signature. And they have poll workers who go through trainings just on signature identification for example, one of the trainings poll workers look for similar markings. So not necessarily that your signatures match because I could write Jeff Kaplan on my ballot and try to forge your signature, right? But they look for similar markings like a photo, not necessarily for the names to match. And once they do, then that ballot, go. they all get put into batches. All the batches are logged with exactly how many ballots are in each batch. As you can imagine, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of ballots. And only after they've done all of these checks, then uh, the ballots are placed in a pile where they then, not a pile, but in batches where they are then opened to be scanned. 
When do they get opened? Is it tonight? Yes. So what's happening right now is all the ballots are being what's called processed. So processing the ballots just means they're doing this process, right? Where they're scanning for signatures, they're checking your signatures, they're opening the ballots face down for extra security. And this is all done in teams of two. And the whole process is filmed with supervisors nearby. And once the ballots are opened, they're put through a tabulation machine. And that machine is not connected to the internet. I told you I'm nerding out here. So interrupt me if this is not interesting to you. But (laughs) it, um, it, this machine converts all of the ballots into what's called a cast vote record. And the votes are simply stored on that machine until it's time to transfer them to be tabulated. Lindsay, can I? Can I jump Please. in just for a second? You talked about yeah. cameras watching this process, but it should also, the record should reflect that campaigns, candidates, actually have the opportunity to have their own poll watchers observing this process. Is that right? Yes, not only candidates, but this year, uh, poll watchers can be anyone who's a registered voter. So oh. there, there aren't a lot of regulations for who can poll watch. It used to be just campaigns. Now anyone can go in there and watch this entire process because the whole process is, supposed to be transparent right you're supposed to make sure that no one is is doing anything but yes campaigns have staff that go in there and make sure this whole thing is happening correctly we now have a law in utah that says poll watchers have to be with it or can be up to within six feet right they can't be further than six feet away um so these ballots as they're being tabulated the machine kicks out any ballots that it can't read and those ballots are set aside again for trained humans to go and decipher the intent of the voter and then the machine that actually counts the votes is on a separate computer in a separate room stored inside a locked room inside a locked building and the votes are also put on a split special flash drive made specifically from the manufacturer that scans and reads the votes if you try to put a regular flash drive in there with alternate results, it would not work. All of this, then they ta- they don't tabulate the results until tonight. So all of those ballots have been tabulated, but they will be counted tonight. Okay, Scott, if you're like me, you listened to her and you were trying to poke holes where you could fake an election, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? I didn't find anything, but I'm sure everybody listening is doing the same thing. Thanks so much, Lindsay, for explaining the process. Some counted ballots are going to be released within the next hour. Stay with us at KSL News Radio, primary night. Our coverage continues. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.